0: <laughs> you're listening to good lad unscripted with your host <laughs>
1: i love that intro i've uh, i've got my my i'm, I'm terry good welcome back to the uh-
0: are you are you terry <laughs> now I'm gonna It's been a while. We haven't right done here. a
1: podcast in how long, right?
0: Okay. It's, it, this okay. Is our Welcome back
1: take. to the Good Lad Unscripted <laughs> podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. My guest today is Anna Tigray, my beautiful and charming
0: wife. <laughs> We're here, here, here to talk I'm, about the stress. I'm, I'm listening to the intro and I'm just going to like, oh, that
1: was kind of cool. Like, oh, I got to talk. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Welcome back everyone. It's, uh, it's, you know, Thanksgiving's out of the way, Black Friday, Cyber Monday's out of the way. Now we're full blown, legitimate full blown Christmas time. Right? Yes, we are. Movies are on.
0: How do you feel
1: about that? Terry? I feel cozy and wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Anna. And you, how do you feel? <laughs> I'm freaking cozy and wonderful. Okay. <laughs> I got, I got three weeks ahead of me to, to finish the whole, Facelift we've been giving our business for the last year. blessedbodywear.com. By the way, the show today is brought to you by BlessedBodywear Download the new app. Uh, you can and go to get the,
0: all of our specials before anybody else.
1: Right, get all the specials. Also, uh, you're doing flash sales and things like that periodically. Just surprise mm-hmm. flash sales and and for app only, for app holders only. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, just have a better shopping experience. Come on. It's yeah, because it, the... the our, shopping our,
0: on your phone is a pain. Well, our the website
1: candy. is optimized for mobile devices, but you have to scan through and through and through. It's it's right. a nightmare. And, yeah. and the app is organized in a much better way, so it's very simple and easy to do, very easy to use.
0: Which is something that we can appreciate right now, at these times that carry so much stress with us. Dude, I want to do
1: everything from Amazon, right? Yes. Amazon and blessedbodywear.com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to go shopping.
0: No, no, I don't either. I actually, I was out on Black Friday and it seems like a lot more people are doing online shopping because he wasn't that yeah. crazy. No, I still didn't go into the store. Thanksgiving,
1: though. though. Did you go to the grocery store Thanksgiving? No. That hasn't changed. Really? Yeah.
0: Last minute. Yeah.
1: There, I was at, I was at I won't name, I won't mention the name of Vaughn's by our house, <laughs> but I'm there and there was like
0: two lanes you? open.
1: No, two lanes open. And I mean, they're stacked up down the aisles oh my and there's a woman standing over at another aisle, but she won't call anybody over. And I'm wondering, are you open or not? She had her light off. So <laughs> really? I said, are you open? And she just kind of like. Yes. Is she on her mandatory ten-minute break? I know, right? Probably. So, anyway, um, yeah, yeah. The, the grocery stores are still, and it'll be like that at Christmas time. The grocery stores know, never get relief. I think from what holiday gets shopping.
0: me, but I kind of understand at the same time is that everybody seems to be in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah. And I think I don't know, like here in Las Vegas, I think it's a combination of a few things suddenly it gets cold. So they nobody, lost at poker. Nobody, nobody's used to, to cold weather. You know, we're used to the heat. We can take the heat. More okay. I cold. think in
1: all fairness, we can't, we don't have the right to talk about cold weather when, when we're talking about, well, we, 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 we were in, we, we were 39 this week.
0: <laughs> Does that give us There's the right? People
1: Shoveling snow, Anna.
0: Okay. No, I know. I understand. But what I'm saying is that it's just like when it rains here, N- no one can drive, because whatever your norm is, something that is. It out rained of last the ordin- week. <laughs> I
1: went. I went from here to like it was a fifteen twenty minute drive. Yeah. Uh, there were three major wrecks. Yeah, because two fifteen.
0: It rained a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but what happens is the streets get all slick and oily, and it's like a skating rink. right? It's
0: the same thing. Yeah. The temperature goes down. People are in a great bad for morning. drifting, but not good for. <laughs> <laughs> and. Everywhere you go, I don't know, if you have kids, you know this, it's like, I want this, I want this, I want this for Christmas. And the
1: kids are way worse. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. And
0: and it's like, hold on, take a deep breath, you know. Yeah, it's a lot. And if you have, like, I will not go into Target right now with the kids. No. No. Usually they're really good, and are, we have really wonderful kids. They are super well-behaved. They're used to going everywhere with me, grocery but store, the
1: toy department has swollen substantially oh, since Christmas. Oh, my gosh.
0: No, and they I know. I had the time of my
1: life there. I went with, who did I go with? I went with somebody the other day, and Anna. I it's hard. Get, I it's get hard not to buy. Yeah. I couldn't get out of there.
0: Right. And so, and then they know about, you know, your, your Christmas list, and so they're, on and on about this list. And I'm like, hold on, you know, there's a limit to your list. And and so on that subject, kids are stressful. If you have one, it's very manageable. If you have two, you're already a referee. If you have three, you know, it's like constant talking. Right, (laughs) And And you're outnumbered. And you're outnumbered by far. Because you um, can
1: only hold two at a time. Oh my goodness. And then somebody don't even start. It, yeah,
0: I have a bad back. Um, I never did before, but I do now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but I think moms and dads everywhere that are parent, you know, that obviously they're parents, they have little kids, they feel overwhelmed. I and even more so at this of time of the parent. year, would, no know. matter how
1: many kids you have, because I was talking to somebody the other day and, and I remember this, you know, when, when Jesse was little mm. uh, and we didn't have the girls. Yet, yeah. And it was just one, you're his playmate. Yes. And it's exhausting because they have energy. Like I, I've never, I, I'd give my left arm to have the energy that True. kid has. Yes. And they just go and you got to go at the same pace as them. When there's more than one, they've got a playmate now. So you get, a respite from that right however <clears throat> you become a referee right and when there's three it's just it's just never ending right you know it's like trying to juggle those spinning plates there's you know, always
0: just, one left out and yeah, yeah and
1: it's just it's just a constant thing and so for us I mean the kids are the kids are great you know they're they're just bumping along doing their things just being kids and learning and their little brains are developing and their yeah, be- behaviors toddlers. are developing and they're learning manners and they're learning all these things because they're toddlers right But, uh, but it's us, (laughs) you know, we're dealing with, there's the usual Christmas stuff. So money's always an issue. right? Right. We have, we own a business, so we've only got really three more weeks left to our month and we've got to crunch everything into that. And then there's year end and then the staff go on holidays for two weeks and we shut everything down, but stuff, you know, there's just so much has to be done. And they don't
0: know that you're dealing with that when right. they need something, you know, or they want to show you something. So and- our
1: stress level is just our ambient stress level right? is just higher. Right. So patients are less. And and so we were sitting in the gym yes. yesterday. In, uh, in one of the gyms that we go to. We were sitting there and we're talking to this lady and she's got three little ones, we've got three little ones. So we sat there and had the parent conversation, right? Because yeah. nobody has adult conversations. And, uh, and so we had this really, really nice lady, right? Super nice. Yep, turns out her husband is a friend of a friend and it was really, really cool. But the, we, we got into this conversation about kids and, and she was actually very frank and just said, you know, that she, she really struggles with-
0: Losing her patience. Losing her patience with yeah.
1: her kids. You know, and, and like,
0: and and yelling, and I think that's that's so common. Like, I, that's a conversation I have with many of my friends. You know, about um, we've all been there. Like, you're you're doing something, and you have a million things on your plate and then they're asking the same question over and over and they're fighting at the same time. And then, you know, and then and you they tell
1: them to do something, they turn around. So don't do this and they turn around the, and they the do the exactly opposite. That. You yeah. know, and
0: they're just, they are just being kids and they're never in a hurry to go anywhere. They don't know about, you know, what time we need to be there. And, and then, and then they do something quote unquote bad, like something they, sh- they shouldn't be doing or they, And whatever the last drop is, and then you lose it and you raise your voice. Mm -hmm. And it's that that knee jerk reaction that you as human beings, like we express our frustrations, let it all out. It feels good for one second, not even that. And then right after that, you're like,
1: regret huge guilt, regret. What what that is, like I was raised and you were raised the same way, spare the rod, spoil the child. Not that we got beaten because I really didn't. Yeah, Uh, me neither. Yeah, you didn't either but it was, uh, you know, children are seen and not be heard. You know, you're obedient to your parents. This is all very, very important, right? Right. And, and so this is, that's the foundation of our value system. And, you know, you never want to be that parent where you go to a function or to a restaurant or something like that. And your kids are running around and, you know, sticking their finger right. in somebody else's plate and screaming and <laughs> barting and, you know, whatever else, you know, you want to sit the, you want them to be civilized. Right. right. And so, you know, the, the approach is punishment. You know, thinking of it as, okay, you did something wrong, you need to be punished so you can learn that that's a bad thing to do, Mm -hmm. right? That's sort of Pavlovian approach. And what we've learned, Mm -hmm. uh, because when you have foster kids, you don't punish your children. And of course, when I heard that the first time, I went, how the hell are you going to teach these little farts to do what they're supposed to do then, you know? (laughs) And, uh, And the thing is, is that... There's a much better way. And we constantly get compliments... On on how how our kids behave in public. Yeah. You know, and and they're not inhibited. I mean, when I'm sitting in the gym and you come into the gym, they come, you know, in the coffee shop there, they come screaming in and everybody in the place hears them, daddy, daddy, you know, like that. But they'll sit at the table quietly and they'll eat their food and they don't bother anybody, right? So so the point is... For the most part. For the most part. (laughs) What we've learned is... And I guess if you want to break this down, I guess we can go back and start talking about the part where we get frustrated. Mm -hmm. And what we have learned is that the problem is not the kids. Mm -hmm. The problem is our expectations. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is these kids come into this and they're just empty hard drives, right? They come, they're genetically predisposed to certain behaviors and personality types and things like that. That's why you get, two kids from the same family that are very, very different. Uh, but the thing is, is that their values, they're right and wrong and and, and things like that. These are all things that have to be taught mm-hmm. and then they have to be absorbed. And then, uh, you know, as adults, we forget what life is like without understanding consequences. They don't understand cause and effect. Mm-mm. You know they don't understand that if I go outside, I don't want my jacket on right now. But if I go outside, I am going to get sick. They don't understand that they're going to be sick in three days. Right. If you know it doesn't equate, so you have you are constantly telling them stuff.
0: Emma, stop licking the van. <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> you know, and 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 like Kwame, he wants to drink the bath water all the time, right? And, oh. and it's just like son, you know, you can't drink the bath water, you know, and and because they don't, and you can't tell them about microbes and. <sighs> you know, <laughs> bacteria. And, and, and so, and so you can punish them. Right.
0: But uh, they still don't understand, but they're still going to drink wrong. bath water, right. but they don't understand. They're what gonna and, hide from and, you. <laughs> and it does, it does have an
1: adverse effect on the kid, yeah. or you can find a way to teach them. Yeah. And this is the challenging part as a parent. So now let's go into real life, real time. You've got, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> Emma's sitting on the toilet, you know, having a crap, Komein's in there trying to get in there and look and see what she's doing. And Katie just dropped something over in the, in the playroom and landed on her foot and she's yelling and screaming and crying. And first of all, where do you go? What do you do first? You know? And so the the quick, quick thing is, you know, Komein or Jesse, leave her alone. Get out of the toilet. You know, Katie, what the heck were you doing? You know, you don't play with, you know, Emma, sit there and have a crap and close the door and you know, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We want to start directing traffic. Yeah. Right. But the reality is, is that you got to slow it down. Take a deep breath. Take a deep, deep breath. Meet their needs. So Katie's toe hurts. Let's go look at her toe. Is it bleeding? Is it broken? Is it, you know, okay, honey, let's do this. Let's get some ice and put on that. In our, in our house, ice is the cure for everything. Yeah. It's remember like windi- the remember Windex? S- remember the, yeah, the Windex and the, I married a, the, my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> yeah. Everything was Windex. Ours is ice. Right. So, uh, but so, so that's just that you take care of the immediate, stuff right but then what you do is you teach and i guess you you should i, I want you to talk about what you've learned and the successes and, that we've had and, and, doing and, and it that I, way and i
0: think this i think this is really simple concept and i think everybody grasps it uh, not everybody but i think most people grasp it. i think it. a
1: lot of people don't because because <laughs> no. i have conversation it's like nope, you know you you know my mom whooped the tar to me and i oh, you know right. it's like if, if we ever, I never did with my kids, with with my adult kids, mm-hmm. with Charity. I raised Charity. My yeah. son, I didn't get to raise him, Chris. But with Charity, never, ever, ever spanked her, never anything. Yeah. You know, that I raised my voice with her a couple times. Um, I was 18, didn't know any better. I know a whole lot more at 60 than I did at 18. Yeah. But never, ever... Strucker, I think if I ever did, it would devastate. I know our kids now, Yeah, they would be absolutely devastated. Yeah, they would not. They would be destroyed.
0: But, and and here's what I wanted to back up and say is like, all these concepts are very, like you can understand them. I think the hard part for, for me anyway, is to put them into motion when you are like, overwhelmed on fire. You, yeah. Like, you know, everything's happening and you're late for an appointment and then
1: everybody decides you got to go back in the house and have a crap.
0: Right. But then they're not doing that. They are playing with cars and dumping the whole thing that we just cleaned up. And, and, and you just want to be like, just leave that alone, you know? Yeah. And, and then if you actually do that, then you're like, I just sounded like an idiot. Like, I well, hate you, myself.
1: You're telling them you've lost control of the situation. Right. And that's how they react. You know,
0: don't scream at your sister. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> that's what you're doing. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, so, but it's not as simple as it sounds. No. Like, it, you want to be that person that is just like, oh, sweetie, you know, this is what you do, like all the time. But we're human beings and that sometimes doesn't work. So what we found through the help that we've had through our training and we also see a whole bunch of therapists. I don't know how many therapists that well been you to our take, house. We
1: take the girls, uh Kome or Jesse had three three therapists every and every what was it, every week? Um almost every week Almost and then the girls have a, a cup for a year or two and yeah. then the girls now go twice a week two to place, two, two places two different places yeah. different
0: places so we have
1: we are our, our kids are traumatized kids though i mean we're not this is something that
0: you know what though that's true that's true but i talked to my sister she just had a baby and she's been reading you know all these baby books and stuff and she's like you guys are so fortunate because Yes, we get all this help because our kids are traumatized kids. They're foster kids. They've all been th- through some kind of trauma. Um, yet the basics are the same yeah. for every kid.
1: Well, you're still we're still raising two three year olds and a four year old.
0: Exactly. We just
1: have the added complexity of the, of the triggers. And where the triggers come in is is the kids even trigger each other. So sure. if you've got a child that's been neglected or a kid that. Uh, uh, you don't feed the kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't feed them, you punish them with, with, by starving them and leaving them in their crib. Like Emma, when That's we neglect. got her, she could barely speak, right? Right. Or, or barely, barely walk.
0: Barely walk and no strength. No, no and no,
1: no strength, no muscle tone, no speech, no anything. And, and she was sneaking up on two years old then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and so she was way, way, way delayed. And, uh, and Katie, uh, you know, was, you know, treated violently. Mm -hmm. And she was starved and she was, so, so the thing is, is that if we give Jesse something to eat and he's got three pieces of toast there or something like that, if Katie gets two pieces of toast, she's losing her mind. Right. Because to even her, even if she's
0: not hungry, she's still right. she, she needs the same amount, right?
1: And so, and so the kids even trigger each other, right. you know. So, so there's two: one little electric car, one pedal car, and then there's the other, the other one you push it around, right? And and so they're constantly fighting over these things. But for Katie, it's life and death. Right. For Jesse, he doesn't mind. He loves to share and like that. And and Emma is a little bit different again. But for Katie, this is a real trauma for her, and so this will trigger her. And when she does, she starts doing things she shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's the added complexity is it's all three and four-year-old stuff. It's just uh, with the triggers, it's not predictable, I guess. So it's just an added thing, but it's still the same kind of behavior. Um, like any of the abhorrent behavior that we had when we first got the girls, the therapies worked and they're kind of past all that now. Yeah, And now they're quote unquote you know, getting to the place where they're more quote unquote normal. I don't like using that word. Yeah. But it's a terrible word. <laughs> well, well, they're just not affected so much by their trauma. Now right. it's developing a
0: little bit more just the uh, you know, milestones. Cause we built that
1: trust. We built, we established that love. They know this is their home. They know they're staying here. They're not going right. to get moved again and right. again and again. They've been moved like five or six times and yeah. you know, so, so that's all good. But, but, um, but yeah, the, the, Having three kids, there's lots of benefits to that uh, because they're very, very resilient, you know, because they kind of rely on each other to, mm-hmm. to for support and, you know, their best friends, but also... It, it can be very overwhelming. can be very overwhelming because it can create problems because of rivalries between the three of them. But So but, what what would be your number one uh, go-to piece of advice? advice? Yes.
0: Like, what do you... When you... I, I, and, well, I'm a I guy. It, I'm a guy. I'm, gonna ask, I'm, I'm, ask I'm an you ex-cop.
1: To you know, was was an MP in the military and the in the militia when I was you know, from Canada. When I'm, you know, so I'm kind of that guy. I'm very structured. Very, you know, like that. So the mayhem is always very stressful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you do much better with it. Uh, we both struggled with Although, it. Although I'm going to say that voices. the
0: moment Daddy comes into the room, that's when everybody's. <laughs> Running around and screaming and being tickled and all that. I'm gonna say that you bring the mayhem. Like
1: like today, they all came back from therapy, and I told them I was gonna eat their toes. You know that so I was gonna have a snack. And So screaming. I got some barbecue sauce, and I took all their shoes off, and I'm gonna eat their Pretend. toes, and they're screaming and eat mine, eat mine. Yeah. Ah! And then they didn't want to go down
0: for their nap. No,
1: they didn't. No. And so, in a case like that, what you do is you take your husband aside, yeah, exactly. <laughs> put him on timeout. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the truth is, is, um, the number one thing is that I don't withhold any affection from my kids. Like they get lots and lots of snuggles and affection and kisses and hugs and, you know, give them lots of positive reinforcement, always tell them I'm proud of them when they do good things. Uh, you know, we tell them they did a good job. If, if somebody put something away, you know, we're not supposed to tell them good boy, you know, because you're not supposed to, it becomes a conditional thing, you know, but when he does something well, you tell him you did a good job, you know, good job, you know, and Mm -hmm. and like that. And so you reinforce and you build them up. So when they act out, uh, what I do, first of all, is I, I check myself. If I'm, you know, if I'm at warp nine Mm -hmm. (laughs) and something happens, I'm looking to see where you are. Mm -hmm. Uh, because if I can handle it, you know, what I do is I, I just set my pride aside and say, Anna, can you deal with this? And I'll go count to 10 for a second, say a quick prayer, you know, ask God to help me regain control. And then I can come back in and, and then we can do this together. Right. Mm -hmm. So before I lose it, because I've, raise my voice many times in the past and it does nothing other than just scares the crap out of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the behaviors don't change because it's not a bad behavior. It's a learning process. Right. So it's not a bad behavior. Like it's not when, like they're making like when
0: Jesse was pulling the 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 beads out of my brand new shirt. Right. That you got me for
1: a photo shoot. Right.
0: And I walk in the closet and he's p- pulling it out with his teeth and making holes in it. Yeah, and then, he's and got a, and then he screamed. hands
1: them to me and he's all proud because he's got these beads. He doesn't I realize screamed. it was... screamed.
0: Right. And I felt so bad because he didn't even know he, he did He didn't know it was something
1: wrong. And so that's the thing. It's a learning process. And sometimes they know it's wrong, but how wrong is it?
0: They can't stop themselves, or or they're they're testing and they're trying to figure. But like they always take out. my
1: iPod thing, iPad. I I. So they play with them. Well, now what they do is they play with it for a minute and then Air, they bring it and hand AirPods. it to me. Airpods, yeah, Airpods. <laughs> so they hand play with them for a minute and then they bring them to me. Right. You know. So they think if they bring them to me, well, it's okay. <laughs> like, no, you just leave them. You know. So so that's the thing. It's to punish something like that makes no sense because it's not that they're. They want to play with the iPods, iPods, AirPods, AirPods, AirPods. whatever these sound listening things are you sticking here. They want to play with them. And so they, they're curious. So they just go ahead and play with it. And then they all just take it to daddy. Now they, they're in there. Nothing's broken. Nothing's lost. Right. You know, they're, they're trying to understand what is right and wrong and why, because there's no sense that if I do this now, this will happen over here later. We're
0: gonna be out a hundred dollars,
1: <laughs> right? Because they got no concept of hundred and fifty bucks, right? You know, or they got no concept of a car running them over, or no, no, you know, they don't have any concept of these things, and so, you know, it's like you try to teach somebody about air, you know, you have to breathe air. Well, what's air, you know? And so, so it's just that—that's what you're dealing with, and and so we've learned we've read a lot of books and uh and you and i've we talk about it daily and yeah. i think that's probably the most important we thing we just is. had
0: a talk the other day about <clears throat> lying because they're all starting to lie all starting now.
1: to lie like sidewalks now <laughs> yes. yeah
0: and uh you know we and had i this I, conversation. I messed up
1: because the other day again lying for me you know, i'm an ex-cop right right so right away i'm li- and so i'm interrogating these kids like they're <laughs> criminals right? right so I'm trying to I'm setting them up and catching them in their lies and aha and like this right. and they're just looking at me like <laughs> you're crazy you're gonna tickle me now you yeah. know like they just they don't they don't get it right? right and and I had to remove myself from that situation because I was starting to get frustrated yes and and so I just you took over and I just I went and felt and like then I idiot. shared
0: those articles with you and we discussed
1: them right. And, right but and that's the thing is that there's a better way and Uh, At the end of the day, you want these kids to be successful. You want them to be emotionally and psychologically happy. You want the family, you want them to trust you. You want to be there for them and them see you as somebody they can come to when they're 12, 13, 14 years old. When they mess up. Right. And so you have to establish that now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just so easy. It's a human nature that when you have power that we have a tendency to want to use that power in a situation where we don't know what to do or we're frustrated. Mm-hmm. But it's the wrong thing to do 100% right. of the time. Using power over somebody else, any other living thing, is never the right thing to do. Right. Um, what you do is you, there's a different kind of power and it's just brain power. And it's outsmart the three-year-old. Yeah. be smarter than the three-year-old. Like yeah. I, I always tease you about this, but you and Emma, you're both Tauruses, both extremely stubborn. And it's <laughs> just an ongoing thing that you and Emma do. You're getting much better with it now uh, because you divert. But when she says she's not doing something, like I remember the time we were in the gym and I posted it on Facebook, but we're in the gym and you told her to eat her food and she couldn't go play. So she just sat there and wasn't going to go play then. And so you just, you were just insisting that she had to eat your food. And so after this went on, eat your food. No, eat your food. No, eat your food. No. And I mean, this is two intensely stubborn people. Nobody's moving. It's two brick walls. The brick walls aren't going anywhere. And I'm watching this and going, and I said, Anna, the place closes at nine tonight. We're going to have to go home at some time. You, you know, know what, Terry? And.
0: I'm going to be a better person than you. But and you not know what you did? about your flaws. <laughs> In this radio, in this podcast,
1: but what you did is uh-huh. you you came you 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 took it upon yourself to go ah okay, what you did is said well eat some pota- eat a potato chip then, mm-hmm. and if you eat a potato chip then you can go play and so then she ate that and then she ate some of her food and then you know you just broke the ice but that's the thing is that's your human nature is to be stubborn just like her but what you did is you overrode that and use your intellect and the things you've learned to outsmart the three-year-old. I think she was two then. But you've outsmarted her, and that's basically what I try to do. And if I get frustrated now, it's frustrating.
0: That's your one tip that I asked you. I said, if you have one tip for the people out there, is that it?
1: Yeah, slow down and educate yourself. That's what I've done <laughs> is just learn. I've, I read now because you've you told me to read, but, but just seeing it differently. And what it is is it's not... Take punishment off the table. You know, when they're small, take punishment off the table and look at everything as behavior modification or teaching. And so if the goal is to teach, you don't have to raise your voice. And you've got an infinite number of tools at your disposal if you're teaching. You know, but if you're trying to correct behavior by punishing, you know, you can either yell, hit, deprive them of something. Yeah, and that's it.
0: And none of it works.
1: And none of it works because nothing works changes. For a little bit, but it doesn't work. But since we've changed, like and we made a major shift in how we deal with the kids, probably a month or so ago, month six weeks ago, something like that. And our kids have progressed so quickly since then. And now we have like Katie was a real problem. We were having some real problems. With yeah, that and we, I we and could, I was going to bring
0: this up. Um, you know. Well, because and we can't go deep into this, but because of her issues, when she first came to us, we had to take a a black and white, a a black or white approach with her. Right. Like she would do something and then we would have to quickly, without any conversation, put her on timeout. She would scream sometimes. There, there had
1: to be there had to be consequences right. We, and that yeah. was
0: with a a therapist's help. Yeah. you know. and so we had to be so the consequences were immediate. and it was. Too harsh, really. For yeah, the, there's no there's no the second action.
1: chance. You don't get a chance. You don't you don't get three chances before you get in trouble. Right. It, it has to be. There has to be consequences. Now it's not vicious consequences. No, it's just time out. Yeah, yeah. it might be just we're going to go into your bedroom and you know I'll stand here with you for a minute. You know, uh, but the thing is, you just remove them from the situation so they know they did something wrong. So there has to be a reaction to a bad behavior because there's no empathy there. Right. There's no ability to empathize. Oh, you made mommy sad. That means nothing. It just doesn't register. Now, because of that... She has evolved. She has evolved, and now she has empathy. And that doesn't always come back for some kids. Um, But we worked really, really hard at that together. And with the help of some awesome therapists, uh, we were able to help her develop her empathy. And then now, it's a different thing. Right. But...
0: Now it was time to change and and evolve, because she has evolved. Right. And now she is more like the other two kids. And so they're all kind of, a. Uh, they all have the same kind of, what would that be? Um, discipline methods or. Yeah, I
1: think the same approach. We yeah. use the same approach well, to all three, if, which makes it so much simpler because before there was a difference, Katie got treated one way yeah, or we dealt with her one way and we dealt with the other kids another way. And so people on the outside see it as favoritism what they don't understand is we're actually helping her train her brain to develop a neural pathway to empathy and it starts with basically just there being consequences and then she doesn't enjoy the consequences so she would ask you mommy is this a bad thing to do Mm -hmm. yes this is a bad thing to do honey okay then i won't do that and so it was about avoiding the consequences right rather than empathy, then one day you were sitting there in the beanbag chair watching a movie and she mentioned to you about how one of the characters in the movie must have felt, the mother. Right. And that was the first indication that she had empathy. Yep. Now, she had been tested before that. She had zero empathy. Yep. Okay, and now she's got, her she empathy used to is fully enjoy developed. enjoy seeing people Get hurt, get hurt, and, and she enjoy hurting people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the thing that is is that's all gone now, uh and so it was really really hard to do because there was there was no teaching in that regard. No, it had to be very much Pavlovian. It's do this, this happens. Do this, yeah. this happens. You but know? then
0: you have to, you know, grow with your kid and realize that they got to a point where that it's not suited anymore. And that's where you said we changed about a month or two ago and that's what changed. It's just like, hold on, this is not suited anymore. And we discussed with the therapist, but you know, I went to get them from therapy today and the therapist said, today you started working on some breathing techniques Mm -hmm. because she doesn't have, Katie doesn't have a lot of patience. You know and she doesn't like like last week she started working on a necklace she couldn't take it home so she lost it and i had to actually carry her out of the the office and so and i was like oh yes breathing techniques (laughs) because the truth is is we're all just Really big kids. We all that that those the, the, books the that we were the, reading.
1: The stuff these kids are doing are normal reactions that all human beings have mm-hmm. in those same situations. There's nothing abnormal about it. Uh, it's just as adults we learn coping mechanisms, and so this is essentially what we're doing: is teaching our kids to cope with disappointment, frustration. Um, not getting what they want, uh, you know things like getting hurt or hurting somebody else. You know you have to teach empathy and you have to teach boundaries, right? Yeah. But essentially, this is like Katie. She was building this thing. She didn't want it to stop. The hour was up. We got to go. And the, the the therapist did that on purpose. Yeah. To get the result that she did, and so she could deal with it the way she dealt with it today. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so, looking at what the therapist is doing. She's in a controlled environment, setting this kid up to do something that is predictable, that we need to correct, and then giving you the tools to help correct that. Right. You know what I mean? But as you said, when you came back, you said, you know, ah, yeah, breathing. That's what I need to do. You know, and that's the point. You know, we're no different than these kids. You know, they get frustrated. They get tired. When they're hungry, they don't, they're irrational, you know, and and we're the same way. And so we look at ourselves as adults and we go, okay, if my wife had a big meltdown and started crying because she didn't get her way, we'd be having words like Anna you know life is not all about you there's a family now you got to think about this and this and this i mean not that that would ever happen but yeah. but you know if it ever did most as an adult most likely it would be you well if it did as an adult and and i'm just going to pretend you never even said that <laughs> <laughs> no but as an adult our expectation is higher mm-hmm. but i found in myself i had a very similar expectation for my kids and so i was going to correct them and that's where the that's where I would get frustrated. by changing the expectations and just going, basically they're handing me a report card. Every time they do something stupid, they're handing me a report card and say, this is something I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And then I have to come up with a way with you to find how we will work on that thing. It's tough when you're out somewhere, you know, you you got to get somewhere in a hurry and all three are doing something different and everybody's upset and like that. And so the answer to that basically is routine as much as we can. And the other one is just... You know, just count to ten. You know, just don't lose it. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't lose it. Yeah, right. What tips do you have, man? I mean, there, you've you're more well read on this subject. There's two books that you've read. One is called Triggers, and I think we'll link these below for sure. people who want to. But one you really raved about was the Whole Brain Child. I haven't finished reading that one yet, uh, it's but very it talks hard about
0: start. that. That book is very dry the first few chapters but if you get yourself to read the whole thing write the last couple chapters like really bring everything together and it all makes sense it's a very very good book
1: and I think the, I think the thing that helped me the most is learning about the child's brain so we've seen some awesome documentaries DFS Department of Family Services you know we have to study all the time, right? And and some of the videos they send, there's some good TED Talks out there, but understanding brain development, brain plasticity, understanding how a child's brain works and what they're capable of in different stages. When you understand that, you understand that they're not doing anything to get under your skin or irritate you or you know they're not failing in any way
0: yeah but uh i don't know and maybe because you're not the one that spends all day with them so i'm right. going to bring something different because i i i think that whoever is the primary caregiver will relate to this mm-hmm. but you can understand that all day long but when you're coming home and they're all three of them are tired and screaming and not listening and almost killing themselves on the way from the van to the to the laundry room through the garage and you walk in the door and the dogs start barking and it pierces your ears and it's just you know it adds 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 and then pretty soon the load on your shoulders is is just you are so stressed you know your phone's ringing Mm -hmm. the clients didn't get their pants because the mailman lost it and it's just And then,
1: and it's your fault,
0: everything is your fault, you know, and then you lose it. And, and, and you, you yell, basically I'm just saying you yell at your kids. I've, I would never hit my kid and I, you know, but at that point, what I have learned and that never happened to me when I had one child, because I just think it's easier. You know, you have one thing to focus on. Plus, it's not fair because he was very young when the girls came, so maybe, you know.
1: No, I agree with you. I think with three, you've got... They're, you on their own, they're on their own planet. Right. And they validate each other, so there's a strength there. So you're vastly outnumbered psychologically and physically. Right. Right, so when they're all doing something, they're all trying to get away with something, they're, they're all trying to laugh, or they're all crying, and this one cries, so this one's got to cry too because they want as much attention right. as the other one.
0: And-, and, and at that point, the only thing that the only thing that has helped me is, uh, one of three things. One, if you're home, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, Terry, you need to take over. Mm -hmm. I need to go. And I literally I'll go into the room, lock the door, wash my face and take five to 10 minutes, take a deep breath, change your clothes, change your perspective, you know? You can come back and be re- rational again. Yep. Uh Number two, if you're not here, literally, you have to sometimes let things go and take a deep breath. And sometimes Kate is like, "Mom, what are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm praying that Jesus gives me patience," you know. <laughs> and she's like. For us?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, honey, for us. For us. <laughs>
0: you know, that's the yeah. main thing. And and then sometimes if it's something that they can hurt themselves or is just, and I just can't deal, I literally will put them in quote unquote timeout, but I'll put them in their cribs and put myself in timeout for a minute or two, which mm-hmm. is something I, I learned in one of those books. Because you're better off doing that than basically traumatizing
1: them. Well, you're taking control of the situation. Whenever you lose your voice or lose your voice, whenever you raise your voice or get angry or worse yet, hit your kid, you've lost control of the situation and you're trying to bring it back under control. But the reality is, is that you lose control of the situation. You don't get it back. You know, and and your kids are just, they're learning from you. They're just, they observe you. They're like inmates in prison. They got nothing better to do than just watch you all day and learn everything. So they know how to push your buttons right. and they know how to get what they want. And they know how to do this stuff. So if you don't remove yourself from that situation, bring yourself back under control, you can't properly raise these kids, in my opinion. When I've lost my, when I've lost or my temper- When I've lost my temper and I've raised my voice, you know, just, and I do it to just bring, okay, everybody shut up and sit down, you know, and stop it, you know, quit, you know, and you do something like that, they just kind of look at you and they sort of sit there and look at each other and, you know, nothing changes. They don't do anything different. You know, oh, dad's just screaming, you know? Right. And and so all it does is it just becomes an unhealthy thing. And then you start seeing the kids yelling and screaming at each other, and you go, okay, well, this doesn't work. It's know? just
0: copy what I'm doing. Right. Yeah.
1: And so if I want these kids to actually get better and I want my home to be more tranquil in time, if I want to teach them a better way, I have to display a better way. Right. I have to exhibit a better way. And so we've done that now, I'm going to say for six weeks, I'm not good at timelines, but it's like night and day. Mm -hmm. It really, really is. And so I just don't, I haven't raised my voice for since we started doing that and I've got way more control over what's going on in this house now and what's going on in the vehicle. You know, and one of the things that I always do is that, you know, Katie's four now and she's really smart. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but even, even Jesse and Emma, you know, instead of, you know, like, yeah, Katie, Will can I take this out to the van? Honey, what do you think will happen if you take that out to the van?
0: Every day she has well, to Well, I say might it lose lesson. it. Okay. Can I take this Barbie into the gym? Yeah.
1: What happens if you take the Barbie? What do you think will happen, honey? Okay, well, I might lose it. Okay, do you want to lose your Barbie? No, I don't. Okay, well, then maybe let's leave your Barbie here. You know, let's take this car or something. You know what I mean? So you give her so she's got something, but don't give her the Barbie she just got. Mm-hmm. You know, and so because she's a kid and she wants to take the Barbie with her. But you know you're going to be hunting for that Barbie and it's going to have fallen out of the van somewhere on Eastern and it's been run over by a pickup or by a truck or, you know, like forget it, the Barbie's gone. Now you got to go buy another Barbie, you know. Uh, it's like the, you know, anyway, long story short, it's you, it, when you lose control of the situation, if you got to raise your voice or get angry in order to bring things under control, you're not bringing anything under control. Once you've lost that control, you've lost it for good. Um, you do a lot better by removing yourself from the situation, regrouping like you do, and I've done the same thing, and then come back and then always approaching it as behavior modification, not punishment, and use it as a teaching moment. Outsmart them. Exactly. And, and I like, one of the techniques I like the most is asking them, putting the question back onto them. Is that a good idea? Is that, and, and I was doing it at first as a joke. Son, you're making bad choices. You know, is that a good choice? You know, and we would laugh because it's like, you know, he doesn't know. He's just on fire. But but actually, we do that now, and he actually does the thought process. He's starting to learn. His brain is developing that pathway where he starts to understand cause and effect. Right. And really, that's what we want to teach him is cause and effect, right? And consequences. You know, what happens if I drop this bottle? What happens? So if I pick up this bottle, it could drop, Right you know, uh, they don't know about probability yet. <clears throat> so we have to teach them that. And so sometimes they you want to learn the hard way. So if we're outside in a safe environment and they drop something and it falls, that's what happens, right? And so then they have that experience that they can draw on to teach. So, so that's the thing. You can set up instances with play or doing crafts or whatever where they learn about things, like cutting their dresses with the scissors and things like that. You know, you can set up things like that where you, they learn cause and effect. You know, they learn through experience, set it up in a safe way so they're not doing it with a butcher knife and losing a finger. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But, like
0: I did on Thanksgiving.
1: Like you chopped your thumb off on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... That, I hope that helps. Uh, we kind of went all over the place. I think I think if I was to boil it down to a couple things, if you're starting to lose it, if you're going to raise your voice or or be angry... You've lost control of the situation. Really, what you're doing is trying to bring it back under control because you've lost control. Understand you've lost control. It doesn't help to yell at everybody. It's a momentary thing, but in the long run, it does not benefit you. It works so much the opposite way, and you'll pay for it, and you'll be regretted when the kids get older. Um, Stop what you're doing. Take a breath. Regroup, and realize your job as a parent is to prepare these kids for adulthood. And this is part of it. And at the toddler stage, it's a lot. Like there's a lot that they have to learn. Just simple, simple things, you know. But if you lay the foundation for that learning and they begin to rely on you, it becomes so much easier as they get older and go through all the different stages all the way to adulthood that, uh, you know, they rely on you because you've always been this good, sound, safe place where they can learn from. And I think that's the best way to do it. That's what we hope. So a couple good books, and I, I know there's a million others, but Triggers, and, and I'll put a link below so you can uh, find that if you want to. We, we listen to audiobooks. We use Audible and, and do the audiobooks because they're just easier when you're driving you and just read the book. Uh, and then The Whole Brain Child is one that really explains um, the child's brain and their, their areas of development and starts off slow but picks up, and it's a really, really good book. Got anything you want to add to that?
0: No, I think, I hope we covered.
1: I think we covered it all. <laughs> that was like 45 minutes, 46 minutes. So I hope we covered something. Thanks for listening to uh, the Good Light Unscripted podcast. We'll be back in a couple days with another episode. And we will be a lot more frequent with the podcast from now on. Thanks a lot for listening. Have a great week.